Warning, this podcast contains material not suitable for younger audiences. And some material that's not suitable for older audiences. If you're part of any age group, we've found a way to offend you. Run while you still can. We are the Hapless Heroes. When the Dungeon Master's powers exceed the editor's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, whoops, what happened to this entire section of the show? Oh, sorry, folks, I lost the audio. Hello once again and welcome to the Hapless Heroes podcast. My name is Dave and I will be your host and I am the dungeon master to the stars of our little corner of the local role-playing scene. Joining me at the table are our cast of characters. To my left we have Zach playing Perida Lincolnwoods. It's me, Perida Lincolnwoods. To his left we have Francesco playing Felix Fizzlebottom. I don't have a plan. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. To his left, we have John playing Jarrell. Always a pleasure. We continue to be in the absence of Mike since we are recording on a Tuesday and he is busy at work. And James, who is super busy being a brand new father, a, once again, a congratulations to him. That's right. And his yeah. new hoblet. <laughs> <laughs> that name did not make the short list. It really did not. With an E-T-T-E, by the way, yeah. Yes. yes. It was a baby girl. There, there's some sort of pun about dwarves in a short list, and I just, <laughs> I, I don't have the I don't even think you need to even say it directly, because we've all thought it. Yes. Saying what we were all thinking. <laughs> right. He says what we're all thinking, except I'm more presidential. <laughs> oh, God. So our, our scene brings us to returning to the inn. It is now about... 12.30, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, we've headed back towards the inn, and Felix is just getting to the end of his list of people who, for whatever reason, don't happen to be the biggest fans of the Heroes of the Kingdom of Vesh. <laughs> it was a half-hour <laughs> walk. Right. Gerald so, has tuned him out pretty much at this point. He's aware that... Yeah. <laughs> there was a little bit of an internal debate between uh, Paradil and Felix as to whether or not... Um, um, Arion Black was a fan of ours or a foe. Right. The Exterminators Union. <laughs> Definitely the Exterminators Union is not a fan of us. Something about Felix Fizzle Fraud. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I introduced myself as Flabbergast. Yeah. <laughs> Flabbergast Fizzle Fraud, shop. But that being said, as a recap, right, we didn't really get a whole lot of information. As no. much information, I guess, as we wanted last time. We spent a good portion Looking. searching for our friends. No. Yeah, and searching for cod pieces. Searching for cod yeah. pieces, having some magical shawarma, and talking to an old blind guy in a tower. Well, I mean, we got something. We, I, I owe him uh, a, a, a magical shawarma tomorrow. Yep. But um, 
we at least were able to get something out of that net. At least we get to use this bell tower as sort of a lookout. Mm-hmm. It's not the worst asset to have in a town where I haven't been in a while and like we don't really know a lot of people. I mean, I know like yeah. a lot of scientists, but they're all do- off doing sciencey things. So, yeah. I mean, there's still plenty of the town that you do know. Right. The bizarre, well, it's bizarre. It changes a lot, and you know, Shawar Magical, you know, wasn't there a few years ago, and you know, they may be franchising somewhere else in a few years and well out of their tent by by then. And that's sort of the nature of the bizarre. From uh, from our previous uh, outing. Did we get the impression that this might be a good place for uh, grinding glass? Could we get any optics in this setting? Could we find any binoculars or anything? Um, you could absolutely get some incredibly fine optics. Not at the bazaar, though. Right. And for what? Yeah, for what price? What they, yeah, for what purpose? What are you trying to get these things for? Well, you know, nothing. Not like a crazy fancy spyglass but something that we can use to, you know, amplify our lookout position. Okay. Are you trying to craft these yourself um, by just um, sourcing the lenses, or are you looking to buy a complete set of... I don't think Paradol... binoculars, (laughs) but probably more of like a, you know, one of those uh, telescope things. Would I be able to potentially procure that from the project? Possibly. At least the optics, right? That's kind of what I'm the saying. The lenses, yeah. Yeah, but they might have something we can just use that yeah. would serve that purpose. Okay. I feel like, I mean, I, I still work for them. Yeah. So maybe I can say it's part of my field research and I'll fill out a requisition form. Yeah, no, that sounds perfectly reasonable. Okay. I'm sorry. We're going to scale back. To the project, that would be perfectly palatable. Thank you. <laughs> Fran is again rubbing. He just my ripped nipples. a hole in his shirt. <laughs> just gonna tear my shirt off of the table. Well, you know, I was thinking more sharp objects, but yes, Fran has now literally Hulk hogan himself out of his shirt. You can't prove I didn't. He is a real American. And if anyone says Pixar didn't happen, you didn't happen. The face didn't happen. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're fake people. So let's you're fake people. So let's go to the project and procure some things to see with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can only take alliteration so far. Yeah. It's no, a fun I think, tool, but it it has limited reach. Yeah, and that horse is real dead now. Some outstanding <laughs> optical optimal optics. Yeah, thank you. For there that. we are. Okay. Yeah. I'll fill out I'll go to the um the requisitions area. Okay, so the project proper is located maybe a half hour's walk south of uh, the center of the city. They, they started it up in an area where the, um, well, when it started, the rent was a little bit cheaper out there. There's also the added benefit of the fact that if there are any large explosions, it's, you know, a good way away from the population center. And there are explosions. Mm. In fact, as you're walking past a building on the way to administration, you do see... Yep, that would be all of them. Every single window blown out of a brick structure at the same time, followed by black smoke. That's cool. Maybe about 30 seconds later, a man in a 
charred and tattered lab coat. <laughs> he... It's impossible to tell what sort of ethnicity of human he is because he's wearing that... I, I, I shudder to say it, but that cartoon black face you get when someone's had oh, no. something detonate in their face. Um, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Like, just like, just, like, soot. Soot all over Yeah, that, that soot, and his hair looks like Albert Einstein's sort of thing going on. To be fair, it could have looked like that before, but it definitely looks like that now. Has anyone seen the movie Young Einstein? Because I'm pretty sure that happens in it. <laughs> nice. No, I've not seen it. It's it's great. It's just the worst, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> And this guy is just a, a stream of profanity is coming out of him. Interestingly enough, he doesn't appear to be repeating words. He's inventing new ones out of thin air, and eventually he sells on. Sulfur! Needs more sulfur! And it turns on his heel and almost, you know, fast walks it back into the building. <laughs> This was at the Omega Project? Yes, it is. Okay. This is, that is like the most quintessential Omega Project <laughs> moment you've seen. Excellent. Hey, Felix knows this is how progress is achieved, mm -hmm. by blowing oneself up and then going to add more sulfur to it. Listen, I mean, the, the path to success is paved with failures. And sulfur. And sulfur. <laughs> so... Sometimes cesium. Hey, no. Whoa, easy there. <laughs> what day of the week do you think this is? Uh, was that Thursday? It Friday, right? No, it's still Thursday. <laughs> yes. Oh, is it really? Yes, we're just in Thursday afternoon. Actual oh, afternoon now. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. But, okay, I'm, we're going to continue walking towards the requisition <laughs> area. Yes, we are. Yes. I'm sorry, I had to add that little bit of flavor there. Love I it. feel it added something. So, uh, yes. Well, we paused to witness that. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That was a thing to witness. There are people in... All kinds of lab coats, magical robes, something that looks like an enterprising fashion designer tried to combine the two into lab robes. I like that. It's well. interesting, but strange. Um, and um, they're kind of jetting along. Okay. Um, you do get to the administration building, which is, I would say, slightly less sturdy but it was probably built with fewer explosions in mind than your average research building. Right. So it gets to have a little bit of uh, decor to it. It's got some stained glass windows that look like they haven't been blown out in a few years. <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> Is there like a sign on the wall, like our last accident was like this many days ago or something like that? Yes. You know? Yeah. Yes, and it actually, um, yeah, um, yeah. Last industrial accident at the administration site was... 525 days ago. Hey, it's a new record. It really is. Um, so I'm going to go to the front desk. Sorry, do I see someone there? You do. Their eyes light up. They, and this is an odd thing to see outside of uh, the Sylvan uh, Woods, a full-blood elf. Oh, wow. Like an actual elf. Wow. Yeah, yeah you don't see many of them uh, out in the world. Definitely not down here pulls down his uh, big old horn-rimmed glasses. Felix Fizzlebottom. Welcome back to the project. Oh, yes, thank you, um, Melf. <laughs> <laughs> the one and same. Can we use that? That's a common thing in D&D. &D. So, so, okay, there's a spell 
I didn't go to all the work of inventing acid arrows for you to not remember my name, goddammit. There he is. Quick aside for the audience and for people who aren't as familiar with, like, the history of D&D. So, and I, and I, I don't even, maybe, Dave, you can help me fill in the blanks here, but, like, I know that, so there's a spell called Melf's Acid Arrows. It's just, it literally, it's just like you shoot, like, a magical acid arrow out at someone, right? Okay. Yep. But Melf was the name of a character who was a male elf, and that's why his <laughs> name was Melf. Clever. Is that a Gygax thing? That sounds like a Gygax thing. I can't remember who, I want to say it was Gygax who came up with Melf as one of his characters. But yeah, um, he's just a male right. elf. Sometimes, sometimes you get Toastaker and sometimes you get the Dwarf Dwarf Dwarfman. <laughs> the Dwarf Dwarf Dorsen. Dwarf Dorfson? Dwarf Dorfson. The Dwarf Dorfson. Fuck berries, I can't even remember my own NPCs. That's okay. <laughs> I wrote that's it down. why we want the bucket. Right. That, yes, that's exactly what the bucket is for, trademark. Anyways. <laughs> um, so are you back to stay? Um, unfortunately, I'm, I'm actually only here on, on business. That's a, oh, that's a shame. We're losing researchers these days. Well, I, I know, I, 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 do, I do miss it here, but I would say that the work that we're doing right now is infinitely more important. You have my attention. So, what do you know about scrying magic, Melf? Scrying magic? I played a little bit with that last century sometime. It's... It's good. It takes a heck of a lot of power, though. Yes, we're looking for an object that might be imbued with this type of magic. We believe that someone here in Tamashahir is in possession of such, a, such an artifact. Ooh, boy. And we... Do they have any idea how much they could sell that to the project for? Well, I will consider bringing it here to, to look at. If we do come across it, we believe it may be in sinister hands. Peridol so... is giving him a weird look, because Peridol knows that what we're probably looking for at the heart of this problem in the first place is an elf, right? Didn't we have we no idea. That? No, we have yeah. no idea. It's like, I'm rolling inside anyway. Okay. Does this guy give me anything? Well, he he's being... currently furrowing his brows, wondering... So that, what, uh, that kind of just barely audible muttering to himself. What difference would it make if someone's carrying it in their left hand? Wait, what? Sinister. So originally, the definite uh, sinister meant left-handed. <laughs> Oh, okay. Did it really? Yes, it did. Get the fuck out of here. I need to Google this. <laughs> hold. <laughs> Google search hold. <laughs> Late Middle English in the sense of malicious or underhanded. From Old French sinistre or Latin sinister, which meaning left. Yep. <laughs> wow. Good lord. Could be one of the most obscure. Yeah, it was the, <laughs> yeah. It, was the la, it was the Latin word for left-handed. Yep. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Fair enough. So that's what Melf is thinking right now because you know, it's sort of the equivalent of he's still thinking 100 some plus years ago because he's an elf, you know. Right. He hasn't quite caught up. So he's wondering why would what difference would it make that someone carries it in their left hand? So he's just having some, yeah. some internal thoughts that are becoming... Yes, although he's kind of that that low vocalizing it because he's, you right. know, 
like any really great Omega Project researcher, he's become ever so slightly about half a degree disconnected from the real world. Right. Are you just giving me that as a as a gimme? Is that just I can detect with my passive perception that he's just being uh, honest with us? That I should take what he's just saying at, at face value. Yeah, at complete face value. Okay. Like, yeah. All right. Never mind. So, um, so uh, this left-handed gentleman you're looking for. Uh, well, we don't know if this. Well, we don't even know if it's a gentleman or if they're left-handed. I don't follow, but continue. Well, we believe that there's some, you know, someone trying to use this for nefarious deeds. Oh. Not sinister. Nefarious. Right. Oh, dear. Um, Right. And we are having trouble locating it because we may... Well, we... Okay, one of our companions who is not here in Tamashahir is in possession of... And, and, and Felix, as Felix is explaining this, he feels like he's back home. He has he kind of completely forgets that he's surrounded by other people. Yeah. So he starts spilling the beans, even though he's been trying to keep this from Jarell. Yeah. And Jarell's eyes just wide open. Right. <laughs> he's like, starting to understand. One of our companions is in possession of an orb that is able to see what these artifacts are scrying. Who could you have trusted with something like this? You remember Zero, right? <gasps> Melf lights up. Oh my! Yeah, he's. I ran across him in my travels, and um, he's part of our crew. He's helping us with this investigation. Oh, that's fantastic! I certainly wouldn't want to take a gem away from him, dear. dear right. Phelan, no. What we what we did not think about, however, was that. That orb was going to help us figure out where this artifact is because we could see hmm. did Mel- through the perspective. Did Melf just say, Dear Valen? Yeah. Yes. Wow, an elf, <laughs> an elf that believes in Valen. Huh? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm surprised, but I'm not that surprised. We'll use a lesser god for that. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, understand. It's a sliding scale. You heard him say that, too. Gerald noticeably, noticeably like put off by that because that's <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, this 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 is one of our you know Sheldon Coopery scientists who does right. you know who the, the thought that one a paladin of Valen would be in his presence definitely outside of his ken, and two the fact that anything he said could be taken seriously by anyone. Yeah. He couldn't clearly be mad about it. But... Yeah, but who? But have you? potentially wise though you're looking for a pair to gem with this in this city bringing bringing the scrying orb might expose that to danger that you didn't want anyway i appreciate that perspective because i've felt pretty dumb about this for a while no no would you really want to bring it into the presence of um someone who'd use it for evil no 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 that wouldn't do it all we have to keep that in a secure facility well, it's with Zero, and I I can assure you that the facility that he's constructed for himself is very secure. I would expect no less. Mm, yes. So. Oh boy, I'd hate to be the Joker who tries to take that away from him. I mean, if you can appre- if you can offer us any insight, we we would deeply appreciate it. I've actually only come here to requisition some sort of um, 
lenses or something we can use uh, from a high lookout to be able to scan the city better from a high point. We need something with magnification. That's good. It's a good idea. But I feel like we could do better. I always love when you say that, Mouth. Mm-hmm. So, right now you're using lenses that would magnify your physical eyes. Yes. Ooh, are you up for a bit of a ride? Always. Good. Take a ride. You need to go out <laughs> to the ranges. I know just the guy. He's working on something that could extend your sight with your magical eyes. Right. Okay. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yes. Oh my. John Patsy, mind the desk, would you? There's science to be done. Cue some sort of montage with like, <laughs> she blinded me with science. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, instead of taking horses to the south, because horses are so, I guess, what would the people on the island call it? So continental. Pedestrian. I suppose. And pedestrian is the last thing we would want to be around here. Come see what, what we've uh, put together. Last time you were here, they were riding horses. It's a little strange. Yeah. But you haven't seen or smelled one in a while. No, I, I actually, I haven't. I mean, I've seen the work I, that you guys have done in Tarantis with uh, with those uh, vehicles. Mm. I actually, actually rode in one myself. Really? How are they? Um, weird. <laughs> well, you think that's weird. You see, once uh, once our miniaturization labs got done. Uh oh. Well, let's, and, um, let's take a look. I'd like everyone to make a perception check. Sure thing. Are we gonna ride motorcycles? No, you are not going to ride motorcycles. Seven. You got a twelve. Okay. What do you got, Jaro? Eight. Eight. So you you smell. It's not quite a rotten egg smell. It's something's a little odd about the smell, and uh, but you make it around to the stable doors, and he opens it, and no, they're not motorcycles, they're trikes. God damn it! All right, they're trikes. Yes. Wow. Wait, one wheel in front or two wheels? One in front. In front. Okay. They're not Can-Am spiders or nothing. All right, all right. <laughs> We're not that cool yet. We tried two wheels up front. We haven't seen the inventor since. <laughs> Although there's a 25% chance he's just having fun blasting that thing around the desert right now as we speak. Because the more stable trike configuration is the two wheels in front. I would have figured that an establishment so scientific as your own would know that. By the way, Melf, this is my friend Peridel. Peridel, <laughs> I like you. Just one thing to keep in mind, and he kind of leans in and whispers to you, Stability isn't really a thing we do around here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on the trikes. Paradil shudders a bit. <laughs> so, um, yes, and it's about an hour's ride to the south. Um, so you guys leave the confines of the city, and uh, you're sort of headed south towards, um, well, it looks like as you pass by the third gigantic blackened crater in the ground, 
it's very clear you're headed out towards the test ranges. Hmm. This, this, this is... Meaning, a, like, for explosives? Yes. All right. <laughs> like, a, as a DM in the real human world, this is a lot like the Nevada test ranges out here. Oh, God. They're coming up with new and interesting ways to blow shit up. Oof. And this, at, at least from what you can tell from Melf, as he is just kind of, you know, talking... Nothing in particular, but, you know, sort of just talking about the project. This is at least where he feels the rubber really meets the road of the Omega Project. (laughs) At the end of the day, the best way to get rid of large amounts of uh, undead at the same time is to vaporize them all at once. Oh, hot damn. He's come a long way from acid arrows. (laughs) (laughs) They were a good start, though. Just thinking so small at the time. God, I cannot wait to get out out of administration and back out here into the, to the real world. Right. Um, so like we're and we're like riding on trikes as we're heading down. Yes. Like oh my god, bitching trikes. That's crazy. <laughs> Do they have any flames on them? Like um, paint? Are they painted at all? I would assume that at least Melves does. Okay. Does Manservant have his own? <laughs> I forgot about Manservant. <laughs> <laughs> and since none of you eye. mentioned anything and none of you rolled anything, you all also forgot about Manservant. I want to say, I wanna say that uh, right. Manservant is about an hour or so behind you, sort of waving at the air. Aw, I was hoping he would have like an open-air trailer on the back of Jarrell's or something. Right? <laughs> well, you know what? Like a if I had thought about it 30 seconds ago, a sidecar would have been perfect, but we've committed ourselves to no man's servant for the moment. Yep. I really okay. hope that Jarrell can live with this austerity. Oh, I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> no squire, even. Yeah, no squire currently. It It's like he's he's uh, doing uh, trapeze work without a net here. Right. Crazy. <laughs> It is. It is crazy. But speaking of crazy, you guys finally do get to the middle of the test ranges to, and this is a one story, it's very blocky, very well um, reinforced, and you can tell it has to be. It's not one uniform color of granite here. It's one uniform color of granite with lots of scorchy, burn-marky splotches all over the outside of it and all over the ground. And there's definitely shattered glass outside of some of the windows, even though there are new windows there. So yeah, we're gonna... Melf looks at you. His eyes have gotten wider on the trip down. He's so happy to be out in the field. We're gonna go talk to Johnson down in the basement. <laughs> He's working on something, and I, I think he might be able to help us out here. I'm willing to bet he's working on something. <laughs> so you guys enter the building, you know, go through the foyer, and um, m- make it past an area with guards, interestingly enough. Some pretty no-nonsense-looking military dudes and head down into the basement area, which is definitely more wide open and much neater and cleaner than you were expecting. That's, that's nice. <laughs> nice to see that you guys are keeping it clean over here. Indubitably, we are. A voice comes from the other side of the room. Hmm. Johnson, I presume. Yes. But just a Johnson. Haven't you heard we come in six packs now? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I kid. I kid. I kid. 
We tried Cradle very hard to eyes. His, his patience is wearing thin already. <laughs> we tried very hard at cloning. It didn't end well. Oh, God. <laughs> what? When faced with the end of the world, you don't stop at uh, little things like ethics. <laughs> we can be ethical when the world works again. He has a point, Paradox. All right. So, you will notice about Johnson is he's a human, but he's pretty burly, and he has a faint greenish cast. Okay. Why are you so green, Johnson? <laughs> is there a joke there? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Fair enough. Moving on. <laughs> Johnson um, kind of looks at you. Strokes his chin a little bit. Hmm. All right, Melf, what brings you guys here? Well, Melf says. He, he's almost got the Joker grin going right now. He's sure. smiling ear to ear. He's in his element. Well, these gentlemen, they were they were looking for something. Uh, they were looking to do some uh, lens work. Um, maybe make a little uh, binocular or a scope, something to improve their eyes. And I thought, the sort of thing they're looking for is magical. Aren't you working on something that could enhance magical eyes? And Johnson looks at him. I think we could do that. What do you got? Well, I need to send you guys on a little um, little mission for me. I've got all the parts, but we're missing one key component. Chlorofluorolite. It's just a little liquid, a little vial of something that we need to add. Chlorofluorolite. Chlorofluorolite, yes. Why are you saying that like it's a weird word? Well, I'm surprised you need to get it because it was so common back where I came from. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we're talking about the same chlorofluorolite here. Well, where would we procure this for you? Lab 25. Lab 25. Yeah. Right, I know where that is. Maybe. So those dickholes over in 25 want to hoard all their work to themselves. I think they're convinced they've got something good going on there. They're not sharing their work. Well, we need to collaborate. We do. Would you be able to um, enforce a little uh, collaboration? Why, of course. Or maybe achieve a little bit of collaboration. Something. I need a vial of chlorofluorolite from Lab 25. And they've been pretty reticent about letting it out. I'll see what I can do, Johnson. Reticent. Yes, that too. I'm a scientist, not a grammarian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> pedant. <laughs> You're the pedant today. Yeah. <laughs> it's not me. Pedant. 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 <laughs> did we really go to the same tune with that? I think yep. we did. It's fantastic. <laughs> it fits. All right. Um... I mean, out of character, where the fuck is Lab 25? Lab 25 is... Felix um, would know. Yeah, Felix would know. It's just a little bit to the east. They're a pretty reclusive bunch there, though. Like, you've seen some of the Lab 25 guys occasionally out, but they're super clickish and they're super dickish. 
This is going to be the worst. Can we take the trikes over? <laughs> and Melf looks at you. Can I make you walk? That's what the trikes are here for. Excellent. Are you coming with us, Melf, or are you heading back to it? I do have to head back. I can't, I can't let that bungler manage administration all on its own. Last time he did, I had to replace the entire first floor's worth of windows. Mm. Right. right. Well, I'll he make was sure just we... trying to heat popcorn. 500 years ago. <laughs> no, it was 525 days ago. Oh. Oh, my mistake. So that's what happened. Yes. Oh. Well, it's okay. It's okay. I mean... I'm sorry that you have to go back to administration, Melf, but um, we'll make sure that we, we we give you our best before we leave. I'd appreciate that. I love hearing tales from uh, from field projects, from field work. That's what I'm looking for, from field work in progress. My God, I've been cooped up in here too long. It's literally killing me. Oh, well, I bid you adieu. I will see you back at administration. I wish you the very, very best of luck getting anything but um, but recrimination from those uh, degenerates in Lab 25. I'll I do see hope what I you do, do well. I'll see what I can do. A good day to you. Felix, you're the best. You're the best. I know no, you are. <laughs> I know I am. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Drives on north. God. All right. Leaving you guys in the literal dust. We we attempt to trike our way to the to lab twenty five. You do get to lab twenty five. Wait, first Peridol pops a sick wheelie on his way out of there. Um. Oh god. Good. Make a dexterity check. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't make. Do it's a uh, thirteen. It's a thirteen. Yeah. I don't know if it's a sick wheelie, right. but it's a better wheelie than you've seen anyone else do here. You're able to get the front wheel up and keep it up for a few good seconds without uh, cratering your trike. Radical. Dangerous on a three-wheeler like that. <laughs> no, no, no. A three-wheeler is probably good for uh, wheelies. You know... That's why they're illegal now. You flip over when you do a wheelie. Huh? No, not a wheelie, but when you corner too hard. Either way, those things are dangerous. <laughs> Regardless, still, it's a lot easier one. to do a wheelie on one of those kind of trikes than on the kind of trikes that you wanted. Definitely. Those stable ones. I'm taking advantage of it. Yeah, it's a little hard to wheelie on those guys. Right. Probably impossible. All right, so to lab 25. <laughs> uh, to lab 25, it's ever so slightly to the west. Um, it's it, it's tough, and maybe it's a trick of the light, but the um, granite or sandstone or whatever they're using it to build, this is just a little bit darker, a little bit more sinister. Left-handed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can immediately tell because all of the doorknobs are on the left side of the door. Labs. No, it's okay. My wife's left-handed. I can't make fun of people like that. <laughs> well, you... It's also a stupid reason to make fun of people. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yes, but was that an in-character plebs? Yes, it was. <laughs> You're right, of course. They are. So you do arrive at lab 25, and um, the doors are closed. Um can't even really see through the windows what are they doing in there um i'm going to use minor illusion to project the sound of a very loud gong ringing in front of the door it sounds like the gong show is performing outside of lab 25 like your style (laughs) (laughs) well they don't have a doorbell so i'll make my own 
a stumpy peg-legged dwarf comes out and just kind of eyes you coolly lowers his spectacles down his nose and is just staring at you Felix Fizzlebottom Fe- sorry Felix Fizzlebottom research and development research and development what on earth kind of research would they have you doing when you can't even say your own name properly? <laughs> now I have to keep ha, that ha, in. You ha, son ha, of you a bitch. It out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so mean, man. Why'd Are you, you <laughs> nervous? When the dungeon master's powers exceed the editor's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, whoops, what happened to this entire section of the show? Oh, sorry, folks, I lost the audio. <laughs> there's there's the signature hapless heroes banter. <laughs> right there. Well, it's not necessarily research that I'm directly here for. I'm here to procure something that we require for research. And Lab 25 is the place where you guys store it, so I just need to I need to requisition that. He's still just staring at you. Um so I need I need some chlorofluorite. Chlorofluorite? No, oh, yeah, that. <laughs> You've come here for chlorofluorite? Yes. He's almost smiling a little bit. And then it drops. No goes back and slams the door behind him. All right. Okay. Well, I tried the nice route. So I am now going to use Minor Illusion to project the sound of 15 gongs. (laughs) (laughs) Being hit in rapid succession. Now this is still we're still working within the Omega project here. Yes. But these are just yeah. sort of outliers. These yeah. are just yes. sort of There's all kinds of personalities here. Right. This is a, maybe a competing project team. They do that a little bit some you know and it's never strictly encouraged by the project. In fact, they kind of discourage that. But people get pigheaded and they get prideful and they, you know, they act like scientists would. So after this cacophony of gongs go off, I'm also just going to lightly tap on the door. Sort of a contrast. The door opens about a crack and the dwarf looks out. It was a nice touch. The answer's still no. As as I see his face, I, I lean in and I sort of make a gesture with my hands and I say, I really think you want to help us. And I want him to make a wisdom save against a uh, charm person. There it is. <laughs> Risky. Six. Nice. Yeah, I needed to be a 15, so... Was that the first time that's worked? Yes. Nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he regards me as a friendly acquaintance now, and that's that's what happens. All right, well, I suppose... I'll, I'll, you... I'll, hold on. Since this actually has never worked before, <laughs> like, with me playing and not, like, DMing, um, I'm going to read what Charm Person does. Perfect. I attempt to charm a humanoid I can see within range. Already did that. Made a wisdom save. Already did that. Um, if it fails the saving throw, it is charmed by you until the spell ends, which is uh, it lasts an hour. Or unless myself or my companions do anything harmful to it. 
The charmed creature regards me as a friendly acquaintance, and when the spell ends, the creature knows it was charmed by you. So like it'll he'll, like, he'll know when the spell's over that I did this to him. But and uh, what's the duration on that? One hour. One hour. It should be more than enough time. Right. So like I was saying, um, dwarf, uh, we would love to procure some chlorofluoridate. <laughs> He's going to give us the wrong <laughs> Wait, how, what was it again? Chlorofluoriolite. Fluoriolite. Yeah, I can't oh, read my own handwriting. Darn it, it's chlorofluoriolite, you yuts. Yeah, sorry. You know, it's it's been a long day. Oh, my God. It's been a long day for all of us. All right, get in here, you dumb lunk. All right. I... Could you leave your research assistants outside? You know how you know how the boys get a little squirrely. I can understand, um, fellas. If you don't mind waiting, don't worry. It's it's totally safe here. Okay. Natural one for persuasion. <laughs> yeah, Jarrell's looking around at all the burnt craters, and now that he doesn't have like manservant fanning him, he's getting really warm. <laughs> at this at this point, like I feel like when I say that, I'm pretty just. I, I feel like I'd have to be just obviously winking. Like, like I mean, like, really hard. Just like, it's totally safe. You know? Like, I'm almost having, like, a fucking aneurysm. <laughs> Despite the fact that the two of you, Jarrell and Paradil, are, shall we say, unconvinced. <laughs> not safe. You are not given the opportunity to barge in before... Felix is physically yanked in by his wrist and the door slams behind him. All right, what do I see? Fair. The party is split. That's what you see. I know the party is <laughs> split, but it's okay. He's my, this guy's my friend. I know. So what you do see is um, a very bare-bones uh, foyer here that leads off into a couple of hallways. And um, our scientist here, and you can, uh, you can see his name tag says his name is Grunthos. Grunthos is hobbling around on his peg leg. All right, come on. It's it's here in the back. Might have to make a little bit of small talk with the boys, but it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you're good. You're a good guy. Yeah. Spare. We can spare a vial. Come on. Appreciate that. So, um, you guys kind of uh, stump in. Mm-hmm. Well, he stumps in. Yeah, he stumps in. You're you're behind him. I guess if he didn't say walk this way, you're not uh, you're not compelled to actually walk the same way as he is. No, he didn't say that because this isn't Young Frankenstein. <laughs> no, this is this is a science heist here. So uh, yeah, uh, you go down a little bit of a hallway to the right, and um, he uh, leads you to sort of an unmarked door about three doors in. Opens the door. There's a stairwell going down, and he uh, gestures to you. Lead the way. You work here. Shouldn't you be leading me down? I don't know where this thing is. It's down the stairs. Okay. Well, great. Did you really want to be waiting for me to stump all the way down the stairs on this leg? You make a compelling argument, friend, and I'll make my way down the stairs. Yeah. And he does come come down with a step clunk. Step clunk. Step clunk. Okay, right. Yeah, and, and so on and so forth. Down, down. You know, maybe about twenty stairs or something like that. Just enough to, you know, get down there. And um, 
you enter what looks like a um, sort of the exterior chamber to a clean room. Okay. Oh, and Grunthos so looks at you. Let's wait here a moment. I don't think we both need to get dressed for this. Uh, just uh, have yourself a seat uh, at one of the chairs over there. I'll be right back. Sounds good. One vial, right? He didn't specify. Um, can we... Let's make it two, just to be safe. You never know. If the experiment fails, we wouldn't, I don't want to have to, you know, cart myself all the way back here, bother you again. You know what I mean? Let's just make it two. Take it all. <laughs> That's Hondo speaking from another dimension. (laughs) (laughs) It's tall order there, uh, short stuff. Felix. Felix. Felix... Flabbergast. Felix Flabbergast? Yes. Why does the name sound familiar? Uh, I I don't know. I mean, you know, research and development, you know, we, we get around. I suppose so, but aren't we all in research and development? Right. Exactly. Hang exactly. on. Exactly. Just, just uh, cool your jets. It's going to take me a couple minutes in there. It, it is probably about five minutes into being in the building. And Grunthos uh, goes into the, uh, gets, uh, gets suited up, goes into the clean room. Mm-hmm. That takes a few minutes. We're about ten minutes into the charm spell. Okay. You're sitting there. And Grunthos kind of wanders around in there. You can see through the plate glass. He talks to a few people, takes his dear sweet, you know, takes him about 10 minutes to uh, get to a cabinet in the back where uh, he takes out a rack of vials, mm-hmm. pulls two of these purple, and I don't mean just purple, like purple vials of liquid out. Okay. Sticks them in his shirt pocket, talks to a few more people, while he's doing that, another scientist uh, comes up and has a seat next to you. Hello. It says hello. I haven't seen you here before. Uh, yeah, Felix. I work. I'm in research and development. I I just here to Felix. talk to Grunthos a little bit. Felix, the name sounds familiar. What were you researching there, Felix? Uh, mobile web- mobile weapons platforms. Yeah. Mobile weapons platforms. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. I think we might have to catch up on that at some point. Oh, yeah, we'd love to. Um, oh. Who are you? Hmm. This would be where I reach for the bucket, but I don't have a bucket. Yet. You just call me Carlo. Okay, Carlo. Human? Is he a human? Yes, he okay. is human. Um, nice to meet you, Carlo. You work in this facility, Lab 25? Well, what, do you think I'm down here on my break? Well, you never know. I mean, sometimes you could be here from another department collaborating. As as the same way that I am Carlo tips his head, (laughs) looks at you like you have sprouted a third eye in the middle of your forehead. I take it there's not much collaboration Is there something on my face? How did you get in here again? I, I just talked to Grunthos. He, he let me right in. Damn it, we had a nice, fruitful chat, and uh, it was great. At just that moment, Grunthos uh, comes out of the door. Mm-hmm. Oh, Grunthos, we were just talking about you. Great to see you. Felix Carlo. He 
They're the two vials you were looking for. Why, thank you. I take while, them quickly. While Grunthos is uh, sticking them out, Carlos sticks his hand, just kind of puts his hand out in the middle. Grunthos, do you know this guy? Right, we know each other, Grunthos. Yes, we know each other. And Grunthos is still sticking out the vials, just putting them slightly over the top of uh, Carlo's hand. Right, I'm going to take them and put them into my pocket, like my breast pocket. And say, listen, gentlemen, it was, this was, this was fascinating, but I have much research to do. I really appreciate your help. Grunthos, I owe you one. Um, I'll be, I'll, as soon as we're done um, with these, I will, I'll even, I'll bring the vials, vials back. They'll be clean and sterilized. And then we can talk about what we can do to help each other. Uh, because I feel like I, I think I owe you for this. You certainly do. Grunthos says, get on out of here. Okay. Goodbye. Uh, Carlos, nice, great, great, great to meet you. We'll have to catch up uh, later about those mobile weapons platforms. Hauling ass out the yeah. door. Yeah, scurrying. <laughs> scurrying out the door. You make it to the top of the stairs, and Carlos like, Felix, Felix, where do I know that? Fizzlebottom. He doesn't belong here. Oh, I'm hightailing. Grunthos! What on earth are you doing? And Grunthos. You hear, I, he's my friend. And you, you make it to the door when you hear an audible smack. Mm -hmm. Yep. I run out the door. I'm like, guys, we, we gotta go. We gotta go right now. Like right now. Let's go. Let's go. go, go, Get get to the bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course yelling. What did you do now? Don't worry about it. Just get on the bike. Peridol leaps to his trike. (laughs) So, yes, you guys get on the trikes. And start hauling ass towards the... Uh, you may want to haul all of the ass. Yeah, I'm hauling all of the ass. I don't all even try for a wheelie this time. No, don't. <laughs> because not long after you get started, you hear a whole bunch of engines start revving up behind you. Mm. <laughs> some oh weird God. magical bubbling. Huh? What do they sound like? Is it like some weird magical bubbling? And what do these engines sound like? That's a good question, one I haven't fully explored internally yet. Um, it's definitely not sort of that gasoline brom. Like a steam engine. It, it's, it's more of a whir. But uh, they're doing that. Some sort of thing has spun up. And uh, you guys are off to the races, as it were. You're taking trikes through the desert. You're kicking up a bunch of dust. You're being chased by a bunch of angry scientists on trikes. It's like oh, Mad Max with too. lab coats. <laughs> um, They're neither gaining on you nor are they losing you. That's good enough. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do something about that. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna actually. It, it, it's sort of like a concussive thing. All right. Um, and maybe hope just to kind of create some potholes to slow them down a little bit. I'm going to just start firing, like, twin beams of Eldritch Blast sort of separately to kind of create some craters for them to, like, have to dodge their, their trikes around. All right. Um, make attack rolls. Nat 20 and a um, 17. Okay. There were six bikers after you. There are now two. Awesome. 
Good job. Yeah, that was that was super solid. Yeah. Can I try it again? Uh, you could, but I'm going to go kind of, um, I guess I'd call this pseudo-initiative. I, right, I just want to sure. see. Um, I'm not rolling anything. Uh, just uh, uh, Paradell, are you doing anything? Uh, yeah. Um, I've got my light crossbow. All right. Um, I kind of slow down to the back of our pack, but keeping okay. keeping up with them just so I don't misfire and hit one of, uh, one of my friendlies. All right. And, uh, yeah. Mm. What are well, you... the light crossbow is two-handed. Okay. So I kind of whip it out, turn around really fast, and fire out a shot. Well, two... At at what? At um the. We're not killing anybody. No, no. At uh, like the the wheels of uh, one of the trikes. Okay. Uh, you may do that, but so I. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. You are letting go of the steering mechanism of a vehicle you are unfamiliar with driving, <laughs> turning while on the move and shooting a light crossbow. Mm-hmm. You're balancing yeah. this with rule of cool, yeah. but you are making this attack at disadvantage. All right. That makes complete sense. To me. <laughs> like, yes. This is too cool to not allow, but there's no way on earth you are making that like shot pulling full a, skill. No, pulling I a full is, 360 on his feet. I like, assumed, <laughs> yeah, I assumed I was doing this at disadvantage. De- okay. Definitely. I'm surprised that's the limit of, of your obstacle. Well, it was really cool. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a 10 to hit. Yeah, a 10 is not going to hit a tire at, at that kind of speed. Pulling it a 360. zip on past. Still looks cool. Oh, it looked super cool. And that's exactly like the image I have in my mind. This fits perfectly with it. This is like really like it, it's low budget Mad Max going on here. It's right, great. Right. So Jarrell, what do you got going on here? He's just kind of like looking back and forth. He's not really particularly going too fast. I think like Felix is ahead of him at this point, And then Paradell is like doing this weird like rodeo trick behind <laughs> him. So he's just kind of continuing on. Not really sure what to make of this situation. Not getting involved. Not getting involved, but completely goddamn bewildered by what you two gnomes are doing, which honestly sounds like exactly the sort of thing that most reasonable people would think and feel. We're a fiery couple of guys. Can I... So we're we're back to you. I'm just going to try the Eldritch Blast, like, pothole situation again. All right. So the first beam is a 19, the second one is a 15. That 19 is, uh, that's pretty good. That, and the other one's a 15, you said? Yes. Good. You managed to not hit any of them, but you've put enough potholes in the way to disable your pursuers. Fantastic. Dope. Oh, I did something right, guys. <laughs> you had a plan. I that had a, good, a plan. It was a good plan. And you followed through on it, and it was successful all the way. God so you guys, diggity right. You, you do return to this laboratory. I mean, we're literally just going to, like, I'm almost like, and as soon as I, I almost attempt a handbrake turn and just hop off the fucking thing and just start running inside before they figure out where we went. Right. We'll add Lab 25 to our list of enemies. <laughs> All of Lab 25. <laughs> All of Lab 25, including Grunthos and Carlo. And <laughs> To be fair, they didn't like anyone to begin with, so you didn't really change their opinion much. That's good. It seemed like Carlos was already... Uh, Carlo. Not too, yeah, Carlo was not particularly pleased with you. I'm absolutely certain Grunthos wasn't either. Not anymore. Anyway. Well, once that charm wears off, he's going to be pissed. Well, before that happens. Yeah. 
I'm going to go back downstairs to the of the testing facility and find Johnson. He's and, easy to find. And like while I'm and, and like almost like out of breath and sweating and like full of like dust from like the intense trike race we were just a part <laughs> yeah. of. Um, I'm going to remove the goggles from my face so that you can actually see my eyes. Yep. And out from my pocket pull two vials of... Chlorofloriolite. Floriolite. I was going to try it. All right, go for it. Chlorofloriolite. Chlorofloriolite. <laughs> and Johnson chuckles a little bit. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, those stuck-up prissy assholes. You really stuck it to them, didn't you? I did. Um, I think I managed to elude them before they were able to follow me back here. So Good. let's hope that's the case. Perfect. Hang on one second. He takes the two vials of chlorofluorolite. He goes to a cabinet in the back there. He sticks them into one of those racks that you'd put vials in. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Locks the cabinet. Then walks over to his desk. Pulls out a box. <laughs> and uh, pulls out uh, two lenses out of there. You may need to find an artificer of some quality to uh, mount these properly. But here they are. Your two uh, lenses that will help you find magical items. This is great. Um, Johnson, it's been a genuine pleasure working with you today. It has. It's been a genuine pleasure making you, uh, having you guys make the Lab 25 Jokers look like complete assholes. <laughs> Anything we could do. Um, I'm, I may just. I'm, I'm going to steer clear of this area for a little while, though, if you can understand that. Just so that, you know. Well, if, if you anyone should. Can... We explode things here. This shit's dangerous. <laughs> right. Right. Um, well, we might again. get caught up in the crossfire. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so from the start of this evening, Zach has been singing the fucking Crossfire like commercial like song. Crossfire. Like you get caught up in the right. <laughs> and I was waiting for it to come out on the recording, and it's taken Crossfire until now. Crossfire. <laughs> crossfire. <laughs> there it is. Well, All right, well done. so you've got your two lenses. You'll need someone who can do some sort of artifice or creating, I don't know, small mechanical items <clears throat> to be able to mount those into some sort of um, device. Why don't we go to not the testing range, find the sort of manufacturing rooms. Let's get Peridil a proper setup. And see if maybe he can smith these things into my, my my just existing regular like seeing goggles. You know exactly where the best place to go for yeah. that is. Um, there's some um, sort of um, they they'd be for rent except you don't have to pay for them. But sort of cubicles for um, scientists who are on their way through to just be able to do a little bit of uh, work like tran- transient scientist cubicles. It's sure. sort of a weird thing they've got going on here, but it seems to fit the character. Yeah. Um, it's actually right across the uh, Plaza Square area from um, remember that building that had all the windows blown out with the sulfur thing? Yeah. Yeah, right across from there. Great. Perfect. We're going to go there. Hey, Peridel, what do you think about putting these into my goggles? Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. <laughs> okay. Uh, Peridot can absolutely do that. 
what would be the sort of check you would use to uh, make one of your little devices? Probably a smithing tools check. Yeah. So um, you just have to tell them which score to apply, like strength or dexterity, or like what what it would um, be. We're yeah, we're doing lenses, so this is definitely a dexterity sort of thing. Yeah. So Thankfully, you've got um, you've got pretty good tools available to you. It's dex plus proficiency. You you've been pretty um pretty experienced working in whatever spaces you can get you know starting at um you know the kitchen table in your own home and working in um little blacksmithies along the way you're pretty used to working in places where you don't have all the tools you need Mm -hmm. this is the opposite of this Mm -hmm. this has not only all the tools you need but tools you've never even heard of before in your life Mm -hmm. you are making this check at advantage okay great It's a 19. A 19 absolutely mounts them into there. So um, Felix Fizzlebottom now has magic detecting goggles. Sweet! With 2x amplification. Double sweet! <laughs> Super sweet. <laughs> so is it as if like the my lenses essentially have detect magic? like Detect magic uh, right in front of you. Yeah, what's the range? Um... I'm going to say it's 60 feet. Only when they're on your eyes and only in that specific cone in front of you. I hope to God this artifact isn't game breaking. <laughs> I don't know. They have like rods of detect magic and stuff like that that are like uncommon magical items. So I All don't right. see this as too game breaking. That, that sounds about right then. 60 foot range. 60 um, foot. And But I can... And that's, is, that, is that the 2x magnification you're talking about or... Yeah, the 2x so, magnification turns the 30 feet of detect magic into a 60 foot look ahead. Gotcha. But also has, you know, uh, 2x physical visu- visual amplification to go with it through Got that. it. Does this require attunement? It does not. Okay. Awesome. That's my first magic item, guys. What's attunement? Some magic items require you to be attuned to them, and okay. you are only allowed to be attuned to three items at once. So okay. that's kind of like, you know, those are usually like more powerful ones or something that does more things. Uh-huh. So like you want to keep track of like how many things you're attuned to because yeah. you can only, yeah. I like it. Later on, you could potentially get these upgraded, but at that point it might be an attunement scenario. Right. Which is fine. I mean, these are great for now. Yeah. Well, we need to find our companions and tell them the great news. All right. I think we have a way to find this gem. It's about eight o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you make it up to, uh, t- um, the uh, city proper. I know the... Is the city Tamasha here or is the whole island? Uh, no, the, the whole island is like the dominion of Kelnor, I think it is. Yeah, there it is. So it is uh, the city of Tamasha here. So you make it back to the city of Tamasha here proper. Yeah. At about 8 o'clock p.m. Okay, great. We, had to, we probably had to leave you, the trikes at you the... You did have to leave your trikes at the project, unfortunately. Wah, wah. Too bad. It's too bad. Well, they okay, weren't going to refuel themselves. Someday. So uh, there you are, and um, how are you guys going to proceed with your evening? Well, seeing as how the last place we saw our companions was the inn, they're eventually going to have to sleep, right? Maybe we wait for them there. If they don't come back, then we start looking because something bad might have happened. I feel like at this point, Felix is just constantly wearing these goggles around. Yeah, I mean, I probably have like, like I have like interchangeable lenses, I'm sure, so I can just like not always be detecting magic. Yeah, but this it, is like a new gives toy. It also gives the world a faintly pinkish purple cast. Right, and like I that could get annoying. Right. I don't want to be looking at the world through rose-colored glasses, guys. Okay. I mean, having a new toy, I feel I feel like 
you'd be Oh yeah, I'm I'm still looking at everything. I mean, it's right. it's it's still brand new, so I'm definitely really giddy about it. Right. I'm like I see like I can see like there's like magic on your sword. I can see, you know, like he's got a plus one long sword I think, so like I can see the magic emanating off that. Yeah. It's pretty great. Beyond that, you're not seeing a lot of magical stuff interestingly enough. And by not a lot, not really any. Not really any. Well, at least not on your way to the inn. Okay. Interesting. Right. The vast majority of stuff is muggle stuff. You got you guys are re- <laughs> well, you guys are regionally renowned adventurers. You'd have stuff. Right. But I mean, you're 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 getting to be the equivalent of NFL players walking around. You're sort of an oddity there, in yeah. the uh, general population. Right. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. well, I mean, that's... that's in this city, enough. at least, you're NFL players from a team that doesn't play here, so right. people wouldn't <laughs> immediately recognize you, but... If we told them who we were, they'd probably have heard of us. Yeah, that's possible. You guys are no joke. Right. But I think that we don't really know who our friends are and who our admirers are either, so... Yeah. And Quinn's not here to, like, regale them with some sort of beautiful story or music, so I'm going to keep that on the DL. And without Quinn here... Who is going to plow all these cougars? <laughs> oh, my God. Way to take it there. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, we're making it to the end for the night. Yeah, we're going to wait out and see if uh, Hoblet or Quinn come back. Um, I would say uh, they're not back yet, but it's also early. You might be able to post up at the inn and uh, wait on them. And, yeah. Um, Grab some drinks. Job well done today. Yeah, finish your evening over some drinks. I feel like that's a good way to do it. I would like to apologize to Jarrell, by the way. Because I feel like we've been doing a lot of stuff that he's not agreed with. Yeah. And I feel like I need to say something to him at this point now that the deeds have been done yeah. and we are where we are. Yeah. yeah. You may not agree with our methods, Jarrell, but you can't deny that we get results if we really do our best not to hurt people along the way. As far as I can tell, you haven't... Uh, you've come pretty close to breaking the law. But I'll allow it for the time being in the path of a, a larger quest, I suppose. Well, I appreciate that, but I just want you to know you are a part of our group. So, like, we do value your input, but we're not always going to listen to it. <laughs> you make that clear. Okay. That was one of the best sorry, not sorry's I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's pretty good. That's a good heartwarming, you know, well, maybe not heartwarming, but slightly touching moment. Heart lukewarming? (laughs) (laughs) It's a little tepid in the cockles of our (laughs) Perhaps even the subcockle regions. (laughs) You broke me with that one. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That was really good. So I feel like that's a good place to uh, call it for the evening. Sure is. Thank you so much for joining us, folks. If you really like what you heard, um, you can listen to Francesco tell us about... Uh, oh, I thought he was about to do it. <laughs> me no, too. No, because I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, guys, if you like... I mean, you've heard me do it enough times. I know. <laughs> you still you do it I so do it well. Right? I do? Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case... And that's fine, because I to... do the warning right. at the beginning of every podcast. Right, so I guess, yeah, tit for tat, tit for tat. Yeah. Even though you recorded that once. Yeah. You also <laughs> said something about tits, so you kind of had me distracted there for a It's okay. Anyways. I'm much more interested in the tats myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Without further ado, I'm going to 
bring you our wonderful social media plugs. So, hey, if you like what you heard, find us on Twitter. We're at Hapless Heroes. You're also on, we're also on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Reddit. Um, you can also just email us. We're haplessheroes at gmail.com. Um, we have a Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash heroes if you feel like donating some of your hard-earned dollars to our show. I'm going to be mixing the rewards around a little bit, so don't be surprised if you see those updates soon. Other than that, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. It really helps us get more visibility. I feel like I say this every time, but, you know, just, you know, you know the drill. You've all left us some wonderful words, and uh, I deeply, deeply appreciate all of the cool stuff you've said about us. Like, it warms our hearts. It really does. For as horrible of the stuff that we say on this show, like, <laughs> you know, we as people are big softies, and we all love you. We, we really do. I mean, it's like... I got fan art. You got fan art. Like, we I'm had the f- least cool person at this table. Right. Why? Have, we, why? Right, why we have, was it me? We have people asking us questions all over the place. Like, I have a friend on Discord who's been asking us questions about the show, um, just from like a Discord channel I'm part of for some of the gaming I do outside of this podcast. Um, goes by the moniker of Altair Khalid. And dude, this guy has been like, we used to we play like Neverwinter Nights stuff together and whatever. He's been like hit us up asking us questions about the show loves all the content so i want to give him a quick give him a quick shout out and be like yo dude like thanks for listening you're awesome if you've got questions feel free to contact us you know we're we're shockingly approachable guys for as dysfunctional as we sound on this podcast and we love to connect with and talk to you so yes yeah reach out we'll be here and if you really really like us i think you should get hapless heroes tattooed on your face yeah, like, yes. right, like, like hapless on the forehead and then heroes across your mouth. Yeah. Bonus points if you put the um, the microphone natural one device on your cheek or something. I was thinking, actually, um, making a hapless hero's mustache, like hapless on one half, heroes on the other side. If I see someone walking around with that, <laughs> I'm going to be both disgusted and impressed at the same time. The fact that one side would just have to be longer because of the... <laughs> <laughs> no, the hapless would go across the filtrum yeah. and then, you know. And we'll definitely let you name an NPC. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The least we could do. No, that's literally the least we could do. <laughs> All right, so it's been another wonderful week with you guys. We're so happy you could join us. My name is Dave. I've been your host and nascent dungeon master to the stars. And uh, going around our table, we have Jarrell, played by John. Thank you for your time. We have Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. I had a plan again. And we have Parada Lincolnwoods, played by Zach. Felix, had he had a plan. And uh, thank you so much once again. We will see you guys uh, next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye